You can't hear that though, can you? Really? Yeah, you I can. Picks it up, huh? The giant yeah. saw cutting into a street. Hmm. Um. Hey, strategy-wise, tell me what you want me to do. Uh, just oh, say. Oh no, hey. I know how to do that, Dan. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> what do you mean? Actually, you know what? This is the this. this, this I like that. I, I think we this, keep that. This is the show. Well, I'm reporting live from the show floor as it's being built. <laughs> hey, hey, how are you? Is this the show? This is the show, right? All right, this all right, is the show, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, um, how you doing? You good? Well, I'm doing good. pretty good. Mm, you just keep sawing into that road, don't they? Uh, anyway, uh, you know what? I ran across something this week, and I, I tried to find it because, believe it or not, construction is on my mind right now. Um, and it was saying, it was saying that you know when you see construction, that's a that's a sign that, that the city is alive. I mean, it is. I think it's a, um, I think it's a, a, an indication that you're in a thriving mm. economy and not okay. a recession. Well, judging by all the broken glass on the street, somebody's making money. I, you know, it's like you look, you look at Manhattan. I mean, you know, I, I hard NY, but you know, at this point, it's more scaffolding than city. It's always that way. They're always building something. <laughs> I saw a really good video about why they have to do scaffolding now. Yeah, because because things used to fall off buildings and kill people. They said, you know what, maybe we should put up... Ooh, you don't want no, that's no good. That. Boy, it's really loud. Um, Dan, um, do you want to take a wild guess at what kind of a classic episode <laughs> today I have the makings of? Yeah, it's, it's classic good. odds and sods. Where's my belt? It's going to be a good um, one. It's Tuesday. It's the optimistic day. Optimistic yeah, day. Yeah, and I have uh, something. Do you, you have anything you want to you wanna talk about? Uh, I, uh, I can run I the mean, table. I mean, yeah, why don't you run the table? I've got some ideas, and you know, I want to hear really? where you're coming Thank from. Thank you. It's week. the optimistic day. Yeah. I, I didn't sleep a lot, but I don't feel bad about it, and really that's the key. Oh, the economy's not doing well. Oh, close that, close that tab. No. Um, okay. No. Um, not doing great. Um. So, um, you know, let me open with something really weird. Um, God almighty. Uh, I, I have something I need help with, and I don't want to do any work. Yeah. yeah. And I think I maybe kind of almost know how to do this with drafts. But here's, here's what I want. What I want is the ability <laughs> to shout with Siri, especially when I'm on my bicycle. Oh, sorry. No, don't do that. No. Uh, close that. Yeah, don't oh, do that. Bad beta. Bad beta. Close that tab. No, you. I know you didn't. <sighs> oh my god. As my friends and they might be giants like to say, everything is catching. Yes, everything is catching on fire. Um. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, here's what I want. What I want is, um, I, and I've wanted something like this uh, since probably since I was working on the Godforsaken book. I want to yell away to yell into the air and say, "Hey, dingus." And I and what I what I want to be able to capture is really no more than a, a short sentence. And but I want it to be date stamped and geo stamped. Mm-hmm. And I found a couple things in the drafts action catalog, but the use case mm-hmm. for this this is going to sound really obscure. Except there, uh, it's funny that I'm starting with this very obscure thing because there are a lot of ways that you know this would be useful beyond what I want, but like there's certain roads uh, around here that are really bad. And even in like Golden Gate Park or even on the Ave, 
You mean bad in the sense of like a lot of um, potholes and d- disrepair, or bad like they're no, really busy? No, uh, good question. Um, it's it's the the state of repair. So I wish I could scoot some construction yeah. to some of those roads, but it really is bananas. I, I don't want to go too far into it because nobody cares. But um, but it's it's something where like if you really don't keep your head on a swivel, you could just go ask yeah. over tea kettle because and, and it, it isn't just like oh watch for this one you know, divot in the road here. It's like there's some where you have right. to basically tack around the various road conditions. And that can include things like when you're on a bike, it, it includes things like ruts. You don't want to get, you know, your mm-hmm. wheel into something that would make you fall over. You don't want to go, obviously you don't want to go into a giant hole, but really just any of those inconsistencies. And I, I had this crazy idea while I was riding around. <laughs> it would be neat if I could just say, hey, Dingus, uh, uh, Kirkham... Kirkham is really crappy near 6th. Hey, no offense. Uh, you know, not all avenues. That That's my... That's <laughs> not, not all, all avenues. avenues. Some people say A-R-A-B. Yeah. Well, you can't say that, can you? That's a signed road at birth. All roads are bad. Uh-huh. Uh, but but, but uh-huh. the point is, I want to be able to yell into the air, and uh, obviously I, I want that to be... It would be neat if it were, you know date stamped which is easy and then geo stamped and i there's flavors of this and stuff like day one i just and i found this thing this this journaling uh setup that's really cool in drafts i'll see if i can find it for notes but basically somebody put together this whole draft you know it's good when somebody has done more than an action where they've actually done a whole group and then you get all the way up to stuff like thought asylum which is like a whole platform for drafts basically but hey um mm-hmm. i can find this more on my own but if anybody knows of a way uh, for me to say, the, the basic use case is I yell out into the air, and whatever the sentence was that I said, it can even be a little mangled because I'm outside and stuff. But um, is there a way I can do that? Is it this easy with drafts? That's what you want to know. You want the drafts guy to contact you. Well, he's you busy. Want. You know, Texas, it's a big state. It's got both of you in it. You and Greg Tortoise. No. <laughs> That's that's right. We're both here. His Christian we never name is Gregory Tortoise. Of course. Never met, huh? I, I don't know where he lives. I know he has a lot of boys. Um, I think he might have, like, twins. Can you imagine having twin boys? Can you imagine yeah. what that's like? You, no, do you I watch, would not speaking want of which, I would not Well, speaking of, of which, do you watch the U.S. TV show, The Boys, right? Uh, I haven't watched a new season yet, but I oh, do yeah, love yeah, that yeah. show. I will love well, the we, first two we, seasons. Of, we uh, love beating season. up on Ryan. Love rewinding to, to, to that one scene, yeah. you know. Uh, but, you, you know, Ryan is a twin. He's, he's, he's a twin. Oh, yeah, well, you know, know a lot of times you get twins or triplets in acting jobs for kids because you can only make a baby act for so long. And it doesn't always act the way you want. So sometimes you say, you think of something like Raising Arizona and you got all those kids, you got Nathan Jr., you know, <laughs> in his jammies. Right. He's got Yodas and whatnot on them. Yeah, and uh, and that way you, you have more options. That was one of the things I wanted help with. Oh, I got I also got to fix the certificate on one of my sites, but I think that's my cross to bear. Um, yeah, so uh, bike journal with Siri. Um, drafts is so neat. It really is. I, I I still am somewhat. I'm so honored that I have a pull quote on the homepage of Drafts because it is really one of the best iOS apps that ever will exist. But I, I'm a little intimidated sometimes. And then I see what other people do whipping stuff together. And it's one of those things like shortcuts where I keep really meaning to go totally heads down on learning it inside and out. But the gosh darn thing evolves so dang fast, can't even keep up. That's, that's, I meant that as a compliment, Gregory. I love Drafts. It's where, it's where text mm-hmm. uh, begins, you, you could say. 
Hmm. 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 Having my first iced tea of the day. How is it? What iced tea is it? Arizona no. iced tea? <clears throat> I make my own. I roll my own, as you developers say. Uh, I use the Lipton, Lipton uh, family bags. And I, I, uh, I do some family bags with some Berlin water. And then I, uh, you want to know one of the keys if you don't want cloudy tea? If you don't want cloudy tea, you got to let it set out for a little while before you ice it or refrigerate it. And that reduces cloudiness. So one thing, well, and step. you don't want to dilute it. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll take a beaker, like a one liter beaker. I'll fill that with ice and let that kind of float in there. And it kind of gently, shh, gently cools it off. But I, I love an iced tea. Love an iced tea. Um, so that's what I need help with. Uh Oh, we could get to some... How about odds and sods about uh, Apple stuff, beta stuff? Yeah, I haven't really used any of it, but I've been keeping up with articles What's, and videos uh, what intrigues you have. And, if I could ask. Well, you know, I've... I've what is the what is the something stage, stage yeah. manager? Mm -hmm. Is that the name it's of the thing? It's kind of like... I'm seeing a lot I of people talking about that. I feel very that this came up on Upgrade because I, I've, I've thought and I think maybe said the same thing. Probably totally unrelated, but like it's it's weird because, you know... You think of your dock, I think I might have said this last week, but your dock is like this usually horizontal, well, increasingly horizontal for me because universal control gets confused if your dock's on the side. But, um, you know, that's an, uh, your dock is an app, generally app and folder centric approach to having an easy way to get to stuff, a little shelf that is, and that's not exclusively true. There's an asterisk on that, but generally it's like, well, you show me all the windows in this app or, you know, launch this app or blah, blah, blah. And I think that the stage manager, you could think of as more sort of task oriented or as you say, orientated. Right. Yes. Orientated. orientated. I'm really tated. glad my name's not Tater. I'm glad my, I'm glad tater? my name's, tater? I'm, exactly. It's fun. Where are you, well, Tater? Well, okay. So, you know, I knew a guy named course Tater. You You're from Florida, kind of. The, the, no, <laughs> only one, uh, only one. Um, but yeah. uh, you know, for, there's a couple tests uh, uh, when you're thinking about a name for a kid. One of them is that they mm -hmm. you're allowed to have one cute thing about a name. You should avoid yeah. cute things about a name yeah. if you can. But you're allowed to have one cute thing. You can't have two cute things about. You know, it can't be like it's pronounced Jennifer but spelled Dehinefer with, with a silent Q or something. Like you're you're don't do that. You're tormenting your child. That child will turn into a person, and for the rest of their life, they're going to have to tell people, no, it's spelled wrong. Okay? So so that's one. The other one is mm -hmm. you should have a name that you can yell out the back of a trailer, and Tater is very good for that. Tater's yeah, strong. Yeah, I'm also glad my name's not Nacho. I knew a Nacho. And I think that's a pretty popular nickname in, uh, in, in yeah. uh, Latino communities. And it's yeah. it's cute, but I'm glad I'm glad I'm not named strictly speaking after a food, mostly. Yeah, I'll think about it. I'll think about if there's a food name I'd like to be called, um, and I'll, I'll workshop okay. that. Um, yeah, that thing looks really neat, and I I what, what's the I mean, you know how this is. I'm not one of those big rumor guys, prognosticator people. But again, something they talked about on upgrade is like you can really see how um, if you've got an M1 iPad. Um, mm -hmm. <coughs> pardon me. Yeah. Are you okay? <coughs> you need tea. to lay down? That's <laughs> my tea. Um, you can really see though. Remember, remember like when the truth? iPad Pros came out and we're like, Jiminy Christmas, why is this thing so powerful? And then. Yeah. What does it need well, to be that powerful for? Now it's not powerful, powerful I guess, enough. But it, it, I, I think that was, I think it's understood now that, oh, that, that weird multiple window thing that hardly anybody uses 
you know, you needed all that RAM and stuff like that. And now the iPad, I mean, right. we don't have time to go into the full scope of this, but there's so much interesting about the iPad right now that includes stuff like, you know, being able to work on an external display and with your Windows stuff and your stage manager and all that kind of stuff. But you can really see all stage manager. Um, I don't know. I, how do I put this? I haven't spent a lot of time with it, but because I don't have the beta on my main computers, but but you can really see how it would be useful, especially on a big iPad, because, you know, you can, like I say, it's kind of task-based. And I, I have to say, I, I know I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I've always found the way that the window thing works on iPad very confusing. From how to make it happen to how to make it stop happening to, like, correctly choosing the right pairings of things. It's so powerful if you know what you're doing, but I, Dan, as ever, do not know what I'm doing. And what's neat about this is this gets you into this world of multiple windows, so to speak, um, without having to necessarily like always go up and hit the three dot thing at the top. Anyway, I think it's I think it's a very interesting time, and I think the stage stage manager thing is cool. At first, I scoffed a little, but I do see the benefits of it for you know having these like four stacks of like ad hoc stacks that you just get to make. You know, personal piles you get to make is pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to do that more. Uh, a couple of things on my to-do list are to spend more time with that, to spend more time with the um, external monitor. Um, one thing I kind of backed into doing this week that I think is interesting, a couple things, because it's always, you know, um, related to passwords and security. Um, I wanted to mention to people who are idiotic enough, like your host, to have the beta on a machine. There yeah. is a, a, at least one website you can go to to test out how passkey works and passkey is I, i've heard this referred to as a a new take on what had previously been thought of as passwords and trying to move toward a passwordless system and i can't begin i haven't watched the wwdc session yet I'm, I'm i've got a huge pile of videos i keep meaning to watch but as i understand the way passkey works is it's it's using i think stuff related to like fido you know, like you get on your little um, 2FA dingus. It, it essentially like turns your Apple devices, that all, the, all of which, you know, have the passkey compliant OS on it. Right. It's essentially, imagine if you had 2FA but no password is, one, I think, one way to think of it. Does that okay. sound, does, does that right. sound kind of right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's really cool. And, um, I think the idea is I, I, I'm not, I would not go all in on that even if I could right now because I can't figure out how you're supposed to use your device, in this case an iPhone, for me to mm -hmm. work with a, any other machine that's not running that, not running the OS. You can't, you know, normally you can like send a password from inside of, um, you, know, you know, you can do that. Like there's a way you can like throw a password. It's really cool. I think there's going to be some kind of thing involving a key. From one, you're talking about like yeah, if you have it on like, your I think phone, it's, it's you can get it on another yeah, computer. Yeah, I, I don't think this is new, but using um, right. uh, handoff, I think, or airdrop, maybe it, it, you can send a password. But but it's I'm really still wrapping my head around this because I am I am much less smart than your average bear when it comes to any of this stuff and what makes it secure or insecure. But there is not really a password. There's like a there's a it's closer in some ways to PGP. And like 2FA, but without a password. So as, uh -huh. as I understand it anyway. So the idea is you go in somewhere and there's a public key and a, a private key. And that information doesn't get stored on a server somewhere. So like at this point, even if you exercise 
really quite good password hygiene, you're still vulnerable mm. to like a data dump or something. But again, I don't know if this mm-hmm. will work out, but I, I put this in the show notes. You can go to, if you, anybody who's got the beta, you can just, you're going to go and you're going to be like, okay, so what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is it was really that simple. You go to, well, it's in notes, but it's apple-passkey.demos.hanko.io. And all it is uh-huh. is like, hey, hey, you, do you want to, do you want to make an account? And you're like, yes, please. And, uh, it's it's redonkulously easy and fast. It's just about as fast as it can scan your face. It's like it's getting you logged in. And I, I think that's nice. really, yeah, nice. I mean, passwords are such a blight. But in the meantime, part two, you know, that, let me just, let me just jump you in. You know so much more about this. You're a full a stack developer. No, I, I only want to talk about the password thing. It's This is one of those things where in the past, in the past, I have asserted that we don't want phones we want kind of what the phones offer to us. It's, yeah, it's I like not that there's that an app called in phone, it. but I want to almost never use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot that we want from what we really want is like an omnipresent, omniscient, intelligent Yeah, yeah, this is an old theme of yours, and say, I, I totally agree. It's, yeah. it's sort of like that, do you, do you, you know, why do you want a hammer so I can pound in a nail? Why do you want a nail so I can hang a painting? Why do you want a painting? Because paintings make me happy. It's like, how do you get from right. X to Y? <laughs> Exactly. And so in relation to sort of what we're talking about right now, you know, I think that there is like when you're sitting there and you're like, it's you're, you're alone in your home, you're in front of your computer and you want to just sign into your bank or your grocery store. And you have to enter like multiple passwords, even using a password manager where they've got all that damn security theater. That's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, forget the bank. Let's, let's go back to the, to the HEB mm-hmm. for a second. Like I still have to log in. Is that a, is that a slur? And so, <laughs> yes. So if you, if you sit mm-hmm. down to your computer, you're going to log into your yeah. computer. Then you've got to go to your browser and you've got to open that. You've got to go to HEB. You get to log in. Now it's going to prompt you for your login username and password. So then you click on the little lock symbol and it fires up one password. You then have to type your password for one password and hit submit. And then it will fill it in and then you log in and make sure you check the thing that says, remember me for 30 right. days. Cause in 30 days, you're going to have to do this all beast, over again. Do it two more times that day. There are just some sites <sighs> that just don't want to keep you logged in. And you're just, it's still, it's like, it's still just me. Now, but, yes, I gotten, know Dan, you can turn some of those timers in passing, off. It's but, all gotten so much better. I mean, it's the so much better. Eight is the the return of something from that I remember from Firefox, which is you know when they say you know command slash is your password. I mean it really is true because now yeah. it also it um I, I don't I think this is safe, but I don't know. But like when I do that on a site, I just hit the command whichever slash that is you know by the delete key, and uh, and it enters yeah. the password and submits it, which sounds like not a big deal, but boy that'll save you a lot of time. But you're right. It's it has gotten so much better. But like I, I feel like I'm pretty, you know, B plus at using a lot of this stuff. Notwithstanding my lack of, sure. you know, understanding of it. But like it's, but it, it is still such a poop show. And and like something like Siri, you find yourself wondering like which part of this is broken, which part of this is not working. And for me, a lot of the times, it's, I didn't read the blah blah text carefully enough. 
Like I went through this with putting the beta on a really old iPad and it does that weird thing. Have you ever gotten the thing where when you got multiple Apple devices and you know, you get the thing where you get the, all your devices go off and it says, okay, you requested this. Do you want to allow it? Okay. Yes. Now enter in this six digit code. Like we've all gotten that, but then there's the other one, that weird mystery meat device specific one where it's like, um, you know, uh, you are allowing blah, blah, blah to happen Enter and let's say I'm I'm on my Mac and it'll say enter the passcode you use to unlock thus and such iPad or thus and such iPhone. And so if I don't read that blah blah text right, because that seems like a weird request. Because I think what it's doing is it's saying, like, we're gonna do something pretty basic here. You can't touch ID your way into this. You're gonna have to enter the the password for your Mac user account. And in so doing, right. you're letting this stuff happen at a much if you like lower level than just like yeah. remember it for this session or whatever. But I mean, it's, it's such a pain. I run into this with my stupid bank where it's like, I, I, I found my, as, almost as often as I go and look at the bank, I've also got to like go check their status page because it, it's completely down. Like the whole, like at least the web layer of the stack <laughs> is just not yeah. working. And as with DNS going out at your cable provider, that's going to be for most people an invisible failure. You're not going to title. You're not going to know why it's not work if it's not working, why it's not working and you have to like trace through your whole tech stack like is go to go to you know back in the day we used to go to Yahoo. Does yahoo.com come up? Like for me now I'll just go straight to speed test and see if there's something, you know, hinky going on there but I would love to see this addressed. And, and there's a good uh, recent episode of ATP where they where Marco was talking about this through his experience with Tumblr and Overcast. And it's like, there's a non-trivial, not even edge case for almost every solution to passwords. I mean, one of them is like, what if you need to share this password with somebody? Like, you know, obviously you're not supposed to do that if it's your company account, the whole point would be that you've got your 2FA and your login and password, right? But like with families, Apple, famously the company that has, seems to have absolutely zero idea of a family being more than somebody who shares a purchase. Like, I mean, I guess they're getting... <laughs> that's, what, that's what a family will Meat be move. in the future. It's, it's, <laughs> I require... Who have you shared your purchase with? You are I my family. smaller family now. Um, please, please <laughs> don't take my password, please. Family is what you define uh -huh. it as. Um, it laughs at you for some reason. That's probably a bug. Um, but um, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll see how this goes. But like, I just if y'all want to give that a try, you can do that. Now, the part two I want to just blaze through real quick is um, I am going to. I, I'm a big fan of One Password. It's managed my passwords for years, but I have not, you know, uh, I, I have not attempted to use just Keychain in the past, and mm. like Keychain does. As like you're like like for using it to fill in everything. Yeah, I mean I've got both turned on. So like frequently when I'm on my iPad or whatever and I want to log in, I gotta hit the key first and say, Do you want to use one password or do you want to use um, you know, the keychain? Well, I mean the truth is uh, it's come a real long way, including stuff like um and boy, you know, go read up and be super careful if you're gonna do this, but you know, you can export all of your passwords as a CSV from almost anything, including 1Password. Boy, be real careful about that. Um, and, you know, but you can then import all of that into Apple, and uh, it works, mm. like including your two-factor your two It codes. works. I don't understand the Disney magic. That just shows you what, what a simple person I am. But 
I'm going to try on my three devices that have the beta installed, an iPad, a laptop, and my phone. I'm going to try going just keychain and seeing how it goes. Because this is kind of the Dan Benjamin principle. Not, again, nothing against Agile yeah. Bits, but like it's pretty neat to have all of that stock with your keychain. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to trust somebody, it might as well be Apple. Please don't ever play that in court. I know something will go wrong, and it'll turn out that you know Tim Cook's eating babies or something. But like, if there's anybody no. who's going to like end do a good end to end something on my stuff, uh, um, I hope it's Apple. And the fact that that all gets synced so quickly. So I'm going to try that, and I'll report back on uh, on how it went. But just in diddling around with it so far, it's it's working fine. You know, the 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 only thing I've really run into is that this is a password, like a newish password that's like just in one password, and I have to like, you know, make sure Apple Keychain knows it exists. But um, I am right. I am buoyed to know that this is something they are working on. You know, it's you know I, I don't know it's. I, I realize this is a, this is a somewhat facile way to look at things, but through those controlling metaphors in life, you know how like it's hard for me to talk about self improvement without bringing up like eating and exercise and health because those are patterns that are like almost the canonical example of wanting to improve for most people. And when it comes to security, right. I find it difficult not to think about your home, where it's like, you know, I don't have a vault door on my house. But there are things I would only do in my house and not anywhere else. Like, I wouldn't just have my wallet sitting out somewhere. Well, that's because it's my house. And I don't know. I mean, once somebody's in, I guess it's game over. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, there, there's something where, like, when you're, when you're outside of the house, you take extra precautions for all, all the right reasons. And when you're in your house, you tend to kind of let down your guard a little bit because that's, that's a private space. And I yeah. just... How can I put this? You know, security, the, 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 let's put it this way. The lock on your door is only as good as the door and the, and the wall mm-hmm. that that is screwed into, right? So, like, why try and get through the vault if you can just blow up the room, you know? And I think it's, it's I really, I, I feel like such a chump when I say this, but I think Apple does see a business value in protecting your privacy, and in increasingly in guarding your security, which, as we know, are different things. Um, but again, I mean, if you give me the strongest vault door in the world, but it's but it's on a balsa wood wall, it's not going to be that hard right. to figure out. I've already really hung a lantern on where the valuables are, so now you just have to bust the balsa wood. And so, in in concert with improving, uh, not just improving your privacy, but improving your privacy by default, where you've got to like kind of like try to be a nimrod to screw yourself up in some ways. See also Facebook's declining revenue. <laughs> um, but um, I feel like what I'm trying to get at is I think it's beneficial that as you're trying to protect my our privacy, I think it's also valuable to increase our security and to make it easy where where you can. I mean, if it's not working at cross purposes with you know the other elements of that security, but you know the the Apple Apple's dedication to privacy is I th- I think the credibility of that is greatly bolstered by them attempting to drive some improvements, you know, and then hey, it's just so weird. In some ways, Apple feels unrecognizable that like they're working with things like Fido, which is pretty straightforward. I mean, there's a lot of open source or, you know, whatever, uh, non-commercial licensed software inside of Apple stuff. I mean, you ever look at the acknowledgements for your, you know, Linksys router? It's a lot of open source, but 
I do think it's also cool that like, yeah, they you know, seem to care about the environment and caring about the environment is good for business and you have less waste and stuff like that. But um, could you ever imagine that Apple would be involved in like the matter project, the, home, the smart home project? I mean, no, I, I, I can't decide which part of that sounds silliest, but it's just that Apple likes to own the stack whenever they can, but it's so beneficial to everybody to come up with some standards. And I'm still like, like rubbing the sleep out of my eyes when I hear that, what was it? Is it uh, upcoming? Was it Apple TV or HomePod? HomePod's going to have Matter running on it, which I didn't even know was a thing yet. But yeah. I'm glad they're working. That's well, advanced. And, and you know, if you... It's sort of like they say, you know, as goes California, goes the United States. We, we, well, no, because we, like, there would be, we would still <laughs> no, have a lot right. more pollution in this country if California hadn't been such, you know, jerks about saying, hey, how about less pollution? And it's like, well, it's the ninth economy in the world, so if we have to change for them, we might as well change for everybody. We'll go out of business. McDonald's will go out of business if we don't have styrofoam. You know? So, anyway, I say yay, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got I got, I got the stink guy from Roland, my my uh, my my swing manager. When I said, "Hey, hey, Roland, you think there's any way we could do something with maybe having less styrofoam that we throw in the trash?" It was a circa 1985. And he's like, "Get out of here, go mop something." The world runs on styrofoam, idiot. Public schools in Florida. Uh, that makes me happy. So I will <laughs> report back on that. <clears throat> um, I'll think about what food I'd like to be called if you agree to tell me about something you like. Yeah, I definitely would love to tell you about Squarespace. There you go. Squarespace. It's an Mm all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You're going to stand out, Merlin. That's what Mm. it's all about. That's good. That's good, Especially in these these trying times in this recession. Oh, now more than ever. But I won't be like a hideous freak or something. I'll stand out in a way that's salutary, you feel like? I hope so. I mean, you want to... Create something that's well, beautiful. It would be you good want to for make my something that's yours. Yeah, I think it would be on brand for you to make okay. something All beautiful. Right. Well, what do they, What do they do? And uh, well, they they have these beautiful templates that you can pick from, and they have organized them now into the category of your business. So if you're, let's say, there's someone like you, mm-hmm. like a barber, I need a I need a, you I need a go site for a barbershop. It's called the you spinning need a site pole. for a barbershop. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a, not a, like an evening, uh, well, it is a gentleman's club, for, uh, but friend or, uh, not all of our gentlemen are gentlemen. I can't help that. True. That's what you've got to, you got to filter them. That's at the true. Door. We'll, we'll have, uh, uh, Maurice sort that out. So they got templates. Yeah. It's not, they do. And they're organized by category. So you would pick the category of the business and that's a starting place. You don't have to do it that mm-hmm. way. Listen, <laughs> that's the whole thing about oh. Squarespace. You don't have to do it any specific way. You do it the way the you want to they want me to talk about appointment scheduling. And that's why I thought of, of your line of work as, as barbers. They mm-hmm. need to schedule with people. So if you would like to schedule your appointment, you would like your customers schedule an appointment. They can now go into your site and say, I want to come in at this time. It shows when you're busy, when you're not busy. It, if you're a general contractor, it would work that way. If you're just trying to schedule meetings with customers that you're going to charge for, maybe you do consulting work. It's all built in like this, all the I shipping can't stuff that's just that included. they do. Like, really, that would have been a whole company five years ago. Just that one that's feature would have yeah, been a exactly. company, but it's just a feature within a feature. It's features mm. all the way down. So really, at the end of the day, you're going to make a website, and this is going to showcase your work. It's going to turn your cool idea into something that people can see. It might be that you're getting married and you want like a, 
a thing that's showing off uh, information God, about the, the thing and showing off the pictures. And are you? No, guys no. I think she'd be happy if I, you know, got married and let her just relax. I mean, we wish if the I, best. If I stop you, going, you know, watch this. Care. Watch this. Listen to the hi hat on the Steely Dan song. Weren't you going to get another <laughs> wife? Didn't you want to get a website for your new wife? <laughs> yeah, you have every every wife new gets wife, a website. They can just have that. Oh, think it, dream it, if make you will, it. It is no dream. Theodore with your new wife it. on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, destiny mm-hmm. is calling. Mm. Hello, <laughs> Carl Hungus. <laughs> he fixes the cable. <laughs> Don't be fatuous, Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> so they want you to go to squarespace.com slash it's, it's your show. And the the code that you're going to use when you sign up, if you use the code it's your show, you will get, in addition to the free trial that you can use, you're going to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And that's what's key here. That's what I'm trying to express to the people. I don't well, think they sure, get Make sure they, they get go it. go to squarespace.com slash it's your show. You do that, and then you put the, the promo code, it's your show. What's going to happen behind the scenes is there's someone sitting in Squarespace right now in a little like a, it's a booth. cubicle. It's or maybe a they're booth. at home. Are they hmm. at home? No, 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 no. And I, I don't think it's people that are incarcerated. I think it's like a photo mat, and they're, they're watching, is, is this code? Is this not code? Is this code? It's your show. Peep, 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 peep. sign up. And that, I don't know why they talk that, like that. I guess the acoustics are not good in the form. I was going to say, I think that it's an acoustic oh, thing. Oh, this should go electric. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, your show, they're... and you go and do that, and you, and you, get, uh, you get money off your uh, purchase. Well, it supports yeah, us. It, does, it supports it us if you sign up with the code. I don't like to say that, but it's true. It and really then, does. I feel, I mean, no, no, I, I really do. do. I like money, but I don't want to sound needy. I don't mind being needy. You do. You're sounding a little needy oh, when you say that. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, Squarespace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, Squarespace, yeah. Go check it out. Thanks very much, Squarespace.com slash it's your show. Bye, bye, bye. 10%. Um, <clears throat> oh, boy. So there's a lot more sods than odds this week. Um, another thing I wanted to say. You know, you know I, I, I'm not in a position to say whether or that it is good, the WWDC was wrecked by COVID. I mean, I think WWC, I think we can all say with some certainty that they really ate the booger when they stopped holding it in San Francisco and moved to that very, very silly town south of here. Well, I mean, it does, on the one hand, it makes sense why, um, I think it makes sense why they did that oh, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. built this I was making, I was making thing, a joke. But, so no, many but, benefits. But no, There's I so go many into... benefits to this. It's bananas. But but it makes oh, me not sure. want to go. Well, I mean, I'll why would go. you? But that's all I wanted to say was like, <clears throat> I have a, a professional. Can anything I do be professional? I have a I have a I have a curiosity in in um, watching some of these sessions. When I say sessions, they're really just their videos. They just, <laughs> but it's all free. Like the whole conference is like available out there. And uh, something I'll mention in a second is a couple of these really good videos. Um, but, like, I don't know, in terms of, like, getting access to more people who could really use... I guess you don't get the hands-on stuff with the labs and stuff like that, and that sucks. But I don't have an opinion on that I, I from a personal point of view. Or professional, if I'm being yeah. honest. But I do think it's neat that I can go see this guy with amazing hair uh, called Vincenzo talk about... The, what's new in San Francisco fonts. Because, oh my God, what a great video. I would have killed, I mean, 
Dan, think about. We never had. Oh, stuff I was like about that. to. We yeah, never it's had exactly stuff like that. what I was about to say. Like, um, so you had HTML, <clears throat> and then you had HTML with that janky ass CSS support, such as we had it in the early two thousands. And now today, it would seem a little bit bananas to do your website any other way. You give away so much in terms of what we used to call AJAX by you know not having you know correctly formed HTML with ID tags and stuff. But you know. Um, I mean, think about something like you learn the tricks, like you learn that, right. oh, I can make a single pixel that's, uh, um, CC zero, 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 or whatever. I used to know 43 folders read and I don't know anymore, but you, you know, you, you could, you could basically make a single pixel that then would spread out and look really good. You can make a repeating pattern with it, with, with, um, GIFs. You, you know what I mean? There's all those little tricks, obviously the CNET table trick, all that kind of stuff that we had to learn to get by before we even get into the browser mm-hmm. compatibility things. But like the idea <laughs> yeah. of reusable, but everything was a trade-off in a lot of ways. If you wanted a really good looking JPEG, well, you're going to have to pay for that. Like that's going to take time to load. And on most people's connections, it's going to load real slow and go tick, 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 tick. So what do you do? You can make a progressive JPEG. Well, I guess that's a little better, but it's just pixels for a while. But like, I don't know. It's almost like if you could have introduced a new element, like a not a design language, but a design vocabulary, where there were re- more reusable elements similar to CSS. Go watch. I put this in notes. Go watch this session. It's it's pretty short. It's called <clears throat> with this with this handsome Italian man, and it's called Meet the Expanded San Francisco Font Family, and it's it's a delightful video. Um, from just even if you're just slightly tech inclined. Um, and you know, they kind of do give it to you in pigs and bunnies, but what they've done with the San Francisco fonts is pretty amazing. Uh, before we even get into symbols, which we will in a second, but San Francisco, like the, the way they've designed, you don't even realize how much San Francisco you see on your computer all the time. And basically one of my favorite parts of the demo is like, well, here's these four faces that we use for lots of different things, but we've all done this stuff with spacing and optical, uh, the appearance of this and like you know, there's changes in the way it's like kerned at different sizes. And like, what's the font on the watch? I think it's uh, rounded, compact, maybe compact rounded. Um, yeah, because they have a special for people who don't even, there's got to be someone who's never seen the Flintstones in our audience every day. right now. And I think. So the font that we're talking about, Apple came out with this gorgeous font called SF San Francisco. And it has many different variations. <laughs> uh, well, it, the if mono they ever version come out with a script it. one, I really hope they call it Fancy San Francisco. <laughs> oh, I would <laughs> love just for you, just for that would be hilarious if they did that. But basically, this font, this is the font that I think the first time we saw it was on the watch, wasn't it? On the watch, or was it the phone that had it first? I thought it was the I watch. I, 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 I don't wrong. remember, but but they invented this gorgeous yeah. font that replaced Helvetica. No more Helvetica, the way they were using Garamond, Myriad, <laughs> right. And so we have now this gorgeous font that we really, really, all of us love. And they came out with different variants and versions yep. of it. And they even have and, a new, they have a new, my new favorite. York. They have a new, I mean, they have new, a new, York new York was the, the go-to, I, I feel like it was the go-to serif font in the early days of the Mac. And it looked really good printed out on an image writer, which helped a lot. You know what I mean? Like Geneva didn't look good printed out on a laser writer, and, and New York did. But no, that's it did the, not. That's a beautiful, slightly kind of frisky, kind of sassy um, New York. It's got some nice swoops to it um, that is it works complementarily 
complementarily with all these many different SF fonts. So there's, there's rounded, there's regular, there's pro display, and now they've got condensed and compressed and all these different ones. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's a really yeah. big family. I just want to say uh, props to them for making SF mm -hmm. mono, which is the, one of my favorite all time programming fonts. And it's funny because if you just search like best programming fonts, there's literally thousands, Merlin, literally thousands of articles talking about this now. But when I wrote my first article on HiveLogic back in the day about this, it was like the only <coughs> one. And now if you just search like best programming fonts, you could, that's a rabbit oh, hole you may never get out of. And, and like, yeah. But SF Mono stands out as one of the I, best. That's the one I spent the least time with and I want to spend time. All I want to highlight in this is, first of all, great video. Uh, good job. What's his name? Uh, he has an Italian name. Um, Ranzoni Sonobuoni. Oh, good boss. Yeah, Vincenzo. And, uh, but, but when he's describing the way that, and I can't, this is all clicks and buzzes to me, but like, I mean, I know enough to know when kerning's bad, but like, but describing the way that the spacing changes at different sizes and how like the same copy will fit into these areas. And anyway, I really, I would say if there's one WWDC video that, uh, if you're at all interested in fonts and typefaces, as Dan says, um, I, I would say check that one out because it's really cool. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to spend more time playing with that. Um, but then, um, boy, SF symbol. And, and let me just note here that like more and more stuff is moved out from behind the firewall. If you want to just go get all the SF fonts, obviously there's licensing stuff. You can't just like, I don't think you can just put it up on your website, but you can just go download. It's in notes. You can go and just download all the SF fonts and you can download, it comes in an app, hmm, um, a, a thing called SF symbols. And Marco has waxed rhapsodic about this because, like so many developers, you got to go out and you know you, you license fonts and you license images and like, do you have enough stuff in your portfolio visually to cover all the things? Guess what? Apple's done that for you. I mean, you could you may not love it, but there's like four four thousand glyphs in this thing. It's crazy. Oh you my should, gosh! Something that like many? that. They they yeah. um. Wait, wait, this is when it's called symbol, right? SF symbols. So look in, yeah, SF symbols under Apple developer. All right. Well, let me pull this up. Over, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to put 4, it in the show notes. Symbols. What do you think about that? SF, I love I that. Like I already that. put it in notes. SF symbols is a library no. of iconography design. But the idea is... This one little guy's doing a stretch. We're going to do a little this? stretch. You scroll oh. down a little where it says 700 plus okay. new symbols. And he's a little guy. Oh, look at that. He's, going, he's doing mm. a little stretch. You can tell that guy's... It's lumbago. So you got all these, and then you can do stuff with color, and it does like complementary color things. And like, if you got a wow. Mac and you like diddling, I would say go get the SF Symbols Four uh, Number Four app because it is all in an app and play with it because it's it's really really clever, really really neat. And so basically, yeah. let me understand this: you're going to go into the symbols, you're going to pick the symbols that you want, and it's going to kind of create like a an Im uh, like I an image is that what it makes? Serves, then you pull that out of there you get options i have i've played with this very very little and in fact it gave me an instagram today about how i have conflicting old sf symbols i got to get rid of i'm going to try this yeah go get it, it right um, but it's but you know again for somebody like mark or anybody who's like an ios mac you know or mac developer i mean how could you say no they're they're handing you, you this entire no? they 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 want to give, <laughs> to give you their money um, they, they're handing you all of this, all of these icons 
that are standardized and they're pretty and they're supported and they'll stay supported. So, I mean, nothing against, you know, free enterprise, but if you, you know, you, you, you know, if you're, if you're like me and like I'm playing with my stream deck, so I end up going out and, you know, getting an icon pack from a company or whatever. Um, and it's like, well, how well will that forward migrate? Well, as long as you're doing stuff for Apple, these will continue to work fine and they'll get the updates and you've, you know, they're, they are standard. So if you make this bell icon, your notifications icon, if it does get an update in the future, you'll benefit from that. And you didn't have to pay a nickel for it, which is really cool. Right. I mean, to, right. I mean, I'm not trying to say just because you're being a cheapskate. I'm saying also because like between San Francisco and symbols, like, um, I mean, obviously making an app is a lot of work, but that's one less thing to have to fuss about. Marcus also talked about the color stuff, yeah. how far the color stuff has gone. David uh, underscore David Smith talked about this too. Like, there's so much stuff that's come along where you get so much more control and flexibility by using Apple's color stuff. I, I don't know how it works. But anyway, I, I thought I'd mention these because these are both things, SF Symbols and SF San Francisco Font, are both things that you can play with, and they're pretty, and they'll they'll make uh, make stuff look lovely. Did they update? Do you know if they updated SF Mono? Am I gonna have to reinstall? I don't that know thing? the answer to that. Um, to look into that. But it's they're they're real fast and easy to install. Um, and I don't know. I just want to say uh, again, yay Apple! I mean, I'm, I'm such a fanboy this week. But um, I am intrigued whenever they're doing anything. Well, I'm intrigued by lots of things that Apple do. But one of them is like. Innovating is such a silly word. It's a, the only worse word might be disruption. But like, innovating is more than just inventing something that nobody wants. <laughs> innovating is also paradigmatically changing your approach to doing something. Innovation, in some ways, means well. Hey, guess what? You don't have to go out and go to John's Johnny's font shop anymore to to license a font for your for your app. All the way down to like putting Dark Sky uh, at a fairly reasonable price, putting that into, uh, you, you know, as, did you see, see that part? Like developers can now like at a, uh, at a competitive price have Dark Sky integrated with their stuff. Because yeah, again, David Smith. Cool. And they're, want, they're changing the name or something like I that? I think they that's did right. But like that, David Smith, like, you know, boy, it's, 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 his journey with Watchsmith is, or, uh, Widget Smith, I should say. So interesting because, yeah, like, he yeah. shot to the top of the charts in like a week. A completely overwhelming, yeah. crazy thing. But like, crazy. you know, he's had to pay for weather. Like, there are apps out there that I think that becomes a prohibitive cost. If you're hitting yeah. that server, you only get so many of those. Like, like tokens on Twitter, I guess. You only get so many yeah. of those. So anyway, all these kinds of things that, you know. Uh, it's not perfect, but like if they're going to be a platform for developers, it's neat to see them making strides uh, to improve quality of life and work for the folks who make that stuff. And that makes me happy. And it's stuff I like too. I, I really like SF. It's really pretty. It does remind me a little bit of Myriad, just a little bit. I used to love Myriad. Myriad used to seem so impossibly ahead Myriad. of its time. I used it for album covers for our label or like, you know, 45 covers when I would. I mean, when Apple rolled that out, it was it, well. This like, was Whoa, this late. Is the future, oh, man. It looked so modern. I mean, I, personally, I love Garamond, and I love Apple's version of Garamond. Um, but you know, it's—I don't know. There's something so delightful about looking at the old Apple 
whatever the old apple is with the old apple logo. And it's so it looks mm-hmm. like looks like some kind of an herbal soap wrapper or something. Like I know I know that we cannot speak of Woody Allen or any of his work. God, I want to quote him all the time. Eighty percent of life is showing but, up. I think about it all the time. But but Oh, I he did, did you, you're absolutely right. He totally Garamond's. Is it Garamond? Annie Hall. The, I, I don't remember it's a really what the name of the Annie Hall. Font. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I do this all the time. I'm going to say he. it'll make me feel better if I tell myself he had nothing to do with picking that. And then I can feel good about it. And I can say, man, I love Ooh. that font. And what happened in those days? And the, the idea of just having just the... That one font oh my on God. the screen Google, by itself. Google, um, gorgeous. Go to Wikipedia, but look up Windsor typeface. Look at that. Right. That is cool. It reminds me yeah. a little bit of See? the That's Sundance what I'm talking about. A little bit. I love that. I love that slightly old timey, you know, like a, like a Gaudi kind of like, you know, slightly irregular looking font. I love that look. Um, um, yes. Showing up. Um, and so, yeah, yay, yay, Apple, yay, yes. Oh, look at the numbers. Look at the, the digits on Windsor. Isn't that pretty? Wow. That's I'm going to use this. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, there's that. Uh, how are we doing on time, Dan? We're, we're doing okay on time, right? We, we don't have to go too much longer, do we? Let me look. Let me review. review. We've been doing this for 48, 49 minutes. Oh, okay. It just flipped. All right. Well, we're pretty good. Yeah. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to mention? Uh, oh, at some point... I have a story. I have a little anecdotal story to tell you. Know, you know why don't you why don't you part. tell me your story? Because I'm I'm monopolizing the whole dang conversation. Okay, so in my son's bedroom, he has a little lamp. Because we in in this house, as a general rule, we and you, I know you're the same. You don't like Mm-mm. overhead lights, and there's one that's like in the ceiling fan. And yes, we live in Texas, which like Florida. And Georgia and many other southern states, you have to have a ceiling fan. There's people up north. They're like, "Why do you have a ceiling fan? You need them. Trust me. Just so it feels uh, so like the it air turns, is moving. The light switch will turn on the ceiling fan. It will also turn on the horrible, unpleasant ceiling fan Ugh. light, which we just disabled. Got rid of it. Yep. And I just mm-hmm. got rid of it. So we never use that. But I wanted a switch to control the little lamp that's sitting uh, over on his nightstand so that when he walks in the, the room, the, the he human, doesn't have the humanist to walk light. across the room in the dark. Speaking of typeface, does he want the humane yes, light? the humanity light. And so I, uh, I, I went to a, to a I, I won't say that it was Lowe's, but it was just a general hardware store. There's a big, big box hardware store, not, not Lowe's. And uh, I, I looked for one of these little switches that I used to have. And what this is, is that they have a little light switch that actually goes on the wall and it sits, you know, it, it, it doesn't recess into the wall. You don't need new wiring for it. It's a little bulky, but you put it on the wall, it sticks on the wall, and then you have a little tiny little wall wart box that goes into the outlet on the wall that you then plug your lamp into. So essentially, it's a light switch without hmm. wiring. And it costs 16, 15, 16 bucks. I remembered when I, um, when I got it the last time a few years ago for my office. And here it is. I'll even put it into the show notes, the one that I eventually found, which is called Do and Will's Remote Control Outlet Wireless Wall Mounted Light Switch Electrical Plug In On Off Power Switch for Lamp No Wiring 100 Foot RF Range ETL List. 100 foot? Okay. That's yeah. pretty good. And that was less than $17 American? $16.99. Mm-hmm. And 
it lets you remotely turn on or off uh, some kind of like light lighting fixture. It's a detachable wall mounted switch, which is handy. And you just put this on the wall. And so this is the exact kind of thing that you would think a place like a store that isn't Lowe's mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. have. And so I went to the store and I looked around for it, couldn't find it. And this is what's going on now <laughs> in these stores. You go up to someone and you add, by the way, 3,145 five-star mm-hmm. ratings. I, w- and I would so run, I I went would in run there that and through fake spotter. Mm-hmm. Through a thingy. And I said, you know, guys, uh, I'm looking for, for a, a switch like this. They looked at me like I I had rode in on a, on a brontosaurus <laughs> or something. I, I was they, thinking of the scene with had... Ron Swanson. If memory serves, oh, I know what it is. It's the Halloween episode where he's in his pirate outfit that he always wears for Halloween. He walks up, he well, goes into the Home Depot to buy some stuff for uh, April and Andy's house. And, and the guy says, um, hello, sir, can I? And Ron cuts him off and just goes, I know more than you. <laughs> right. That's, I mean, I hate, I don't want to feel that way. But there was for a very, very long time, you would go into Home Depot and you'd find these people in there who be, were like. It would be like your uncle or something. Your uncle who's like, let, you know, I've done wiring like this. Let me, let me tell you a little yeah, something. You don't want you that. Up. You, you want, want to do this. this instead of that, you know? Right, right, right. And so I basically went in there hoping for something like that. They didn't. They looked at me like I had no. They had no idea what I was talking about. They had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. I'd love to see you ride a brontosaurus. And who who wouldn't want to? But like, they seem like they're generally pretty pretty good at gesturing. Actually, that's not entirely fair. I'm thinking of Home Depot, and they are pretty good about they'll walk you over and they'll say like, "Oh no, we don't have, definitely don't have that." Or if we did have that, this is where it would be. Okay, so so the thing is, then then I go to the elect. They finally send me like back and forth different aisles. Finally, I find somebody who like seems to know what they're talking about. The person in the electrical area. No idea. Never in their life. Now that's a shame because I bet that's like a high this. margin area of the store. And I had to show them on Amazon. I oh, found it on Amazon. And I showed them. They're like, oh, one of those. I'm like, oh, so you do know what I was talking about? Like, no, I've never seen that before. And then I noticed it says free delivery today. And I'm like, oh, oh I've gone through that. I like, went I'll through I went through it. that. Like, with it shouldn't covers. be like that. It shouldn't be like that. Excuse me. You know the overhead lights you and I hate. I've been messing with those for, for weeks and months. And like, it seems like every time I look at something, another, another thing is I've been wanting to get new blinds for my office. And it's like, I can't, it's, it's such, it's like such a, a, a hive of scum and villainy because there's all this stuff about this is available for a pickup today, or you could get this delivered tomorrow. In your case, you roll into the store and they're like, we don't have box, no box here, no switch. That's so, so did you turn it up at all? I mean, I showed it to them. I'm like, I'll just buy it now. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, we don't have those. And it's like, you know, like it's one of those things that feels, you just feel, it feels so futile. It feels like, what did I even, I know. Why did I even attempt this? Why did I even try I know, this? I know. My kid, um, like, I would feel dumb our, for trying our, it. Of course, Amazon's going to have it and have it the same day. Our, um, our local movie theater has one of those, you know, typical sort of summertime, you know, come see a movie for two bucks things. And my kid went to see, um, I think uh, Batman Lego movie today, and um, and I used my credit card to pay for it or my debit card or whatever, and the kids like, oh my god, are they gonna have to have the card? Am I gonna look seriously? It's on your watch, it's on your phone. You've got the receipt in your hand. You're fine. All they really care about is. I'm sorry. What I'm about to say is unkind, and I know it's a difficult time. Do it anyway. uh, But like, you hear this from people who've worked in places like movie theaters 
Didn't you still yeah. work in a movie theater? Yeah, yeah but like there's those kinds of jobs where you're like, you really are like the pimple faced kid from The Simpsons, you know? Mm. I was. You know? Yeah. But I was oh, like, totally I don't was. think you're going to be denied entry to the Lego Batman movie. I think they really seriously don't care. They got your $2. And please go buy some <laughs> snacks. Please, please, please. But the employees yeah. don't yeah. care. I mean, they don't have any skin in the game. They don't have any. And then on top of it all, like, st- they're not paid well, enough to care. Well, staffing is just so freaking difficult. Would you want to deal with you? I don't want to deal with me. Like, do you want that job? Like, it's just, it would be the worst. It would be like the worst aspects of like, I don't know, like an undertaker in a camera store. Like, just just grave, uh, well, so to speak, you know. Anyway, my point being that I think that's probably a really tough gig. And I think they have trouble. I think it's hard to hire people right now also. That was what I was going to say is in the people that were in there, I feel like, the, it, like you said, it used to be like your uncle, it used to be these Well, like these Walmart creators, the kind of people who used like to be retired. Walmart creators before they EOL'd all of those, you know, they, they, they literally mm-hmm. killed all of those people. Mm-hmm. All those, all those. Are they, yes, you mean like literally, literally yes. they died? They, they, and then they, then they sent, uh, sent the widow a, a bill for the bullet. It's, it's, uh, um, mal money, mal problems. Um, but, but, you know, the, the, but like, uh, yeah, you know, we don't get the nice things anymore. You know, um, I was reminiscing. Do you, now, let me ask you this. When you were a kid, do you remember hearing that if you fly on an airline, you should order the kosher meal? Do you remember hearing that when you were a kid or a teen? That the kosher meal is better? The, oh, because they're the only ones that are going to be yeah, fresh. Yeah, and then somebody on Twitter was saying, oh, I heard you say this on a podcast, you know, actually, uh, you know, I got a kosher meal recently and it was worse than blah, blah. And I was like, mm, yeah, but like, I was talking about like 30 years ago. I'm not really sure how you put those <laughs> side by side and go, you know, oh, things have really declined. Well, things have been declining for a long time and we're the ones to blame. Um, but, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a hard time for everybody. So, so now what happened? Did you get a box? I ordered yep. it on, yeah. uh, on Amazon. It was there the I'll same day. And I said, why did I even leave my house? I'm going to send you something. 80. I don't know if it's the exact number. I used to enjoy leaving the house and going to do things. And now things out there are worse than what I could just order and that someone will deliver immediately. Yeah. I don't like that. I used to like there, going I, out. I sometimes do the opposite of that. Which is like there's a local shoe store that also sells clothes, and probably there's a there's like a shoe store in the Outer Sunset, and they're they're really nice, and they have all this stock, and like I'm very nervous for them. You ever get nervous for a local business like Jerry and Babu? Yes, because only if I like them. Uh, let's see, eight percent of life is showing up. Uh, um, it, uh, and, and like I like doing business, and so I do the opposite. We're like I'll be on my phone. I will be pulling up the website for maybe not Amazon, but for like. The, the vendors and all like check sizing charts and all that kind of stuff. Cause that all mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. really helpful. Like if I'm going to special order something from these folks, I want to know that it's, you know, going to fit and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, but, but no, you're right. It's, but again, you know, it's, uh, we don't have time to go into it. It's the Walmartization of America, you know? Um, so this is Windsor and it's pretty close. I don't know if this is a, totally perfect version but i'm clicking and I'm pasting and i'm sending you that i guess i should write what manhattan annie hall probably I'm trying yes annie hall. beautiful yeah what a great font you know what else is good the one in it's a uh, i think it's gaudy old style the one in the ken burns documentaries mm-hmm. oh i love that mm-hmm. yeah um yes. can i can i sign us off with uh with a recommendation 
Well, I love that. That would be amazing. Hey, did you ever, by, by chance, it's not a test, but did you ever see, it's a film, I, I, I only know this because I looked it up today. There's a film that came out in 1977 called Powers of Ten. You might have seen it in school. Oh, no, I don't know about that. It's put out by the Eameses. Um, Eames is in the chair people and like they made educational videos or like corporate videos sometimes. Oh, they also had a really good one I just saw today from 1968 on the glossary of computers from 1968. I'll find that for notes too. Um, but um, Powers of Ten is just this, well, in that case, this isn't going to be as interesting, but Powers of Ten is this really interesting um, short film where they basically show, I think it's a couple sitting on a, like having a picnic like sitting on a, like a towel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, the size of this is, you know, it's like one meter by one meter or whatever. And like basically showing you powers of 10 in this very clever way of saying like, now when we go up to a hundred feet, this is what the view looks like. Go up 10, 10 times more and you can see like the city, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then they do the opposite right. in reverse. Um, I, found my way into this video by CGP Grey that is somewhat similar, but from a completely different standpoint. Are you aware of metric paper sizes or like international paper sizes? Yeah, A4, th- whatever nonsense. Well, they, they just get with the standards. Get with okay, the standards. I'm going I'm, I'm to probably stand alone on this one. Is I think they got paper dicked. I think, I think we are living a lie. I'm going to send you some examples of this. Um, CGP Grey, who's wonderful, um, did a video... Um, <laughs> and what is the title of the video? I've already got it in notes. It's, uh, the video is called, um, metric paper. And it starts out as just this really basic thing of like, man, the Europeans, this is so cool. Like, so if you take, uh, so, so here's the thing to know about A4, A5, A1, all of those, and I'll, I'll send you some pictures for, uh, context here. But when you, um, oh wait, did that go in? I can't tell. Um, so we've seen those like paper sizes, like notebooks. And you'll see that sometimes, like when I go to the Japanese stationery store, it'll say, you know, Oh, the best. Yeah. Which one do you go? Can you, can you tell the listeners or or tell me which Uh, one you go to? There's one I like a lot at the Japantown mall. That's the one. I love that. Yeah. And now they have an upstairs and a downstairs and downstairs they've got, what's the one that's not movies? Manga. And they've got manga and they've got like coffee table books and collectibles. And that actually it was <sighs> not at that particular here. store. We got my kid, uh, uh, the, the lady with the hair from the Evan, Evan, uh, mm-hmm. yes, Um, we got a figure there. Boy, Japantown, man. Wow. The place is so fun. What a great mall. It's a happening town, man. It's a happening town. I stayed there once. Is that I right? I stayed in there. I, I, I went to one a, of those hotels. a movie there once. But yeah, we go there. We, we do little, you know, little family trips to go there. But um, but this is so satisfying to... Look at all these papers. They all fit okay, together. It's you, like the... You, um, what is that thing where they draw with that... Uh, yeah, what's Fibonacci his name? Came sequence? up with the, the, the swirl. Yeah, well, here's the way this works. It is it's every beautiful. piece of paper... From A0 to B0, in this example. <laughs> Japan A to chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Uh, I knew you were going to do it. You can't, <laughs> you can't miss that opportunity. I hate every uh-huh, A by that's C. It. Um, but there's, just, yeah. on the face of it, this is, this is pretty clever. And this feels extremely German. This feels very much like, this might have even been in 
Jan Sicholt's book, The New Typography, because this is very German. But you take any, any piece of paper, like if you didn't have context clues for how large it was, you would not be able to tell any of these apart because they're all exactly the same shape, which is to say every size of paper is exactly the same dimension, right? So like A2 which is, uh, well, I think A, A4 and A5 are ones that like we run into. But A5, I think, is the one that's pretty close. No, I'm sorry. A4 is the one that's pretty close to letter-sized American, right? A4 is 8.3 by 11.7 inches, um, which is to say 210 by 297 millimeters. Well, that's kind of odd. Well, what's the deal? Well, did I mention that these are all exactly the same dimension? Hello, people from Europe who already know this. Hello. <laughs> people from Europe are like... Welcome. But <laughs> the you can modern take any Asian. piece of A or B paper. You can take any size and fold it lengthwise. Fold it lengthwise. It makes, and then you have the one that's half well, the size. I don't know if that's strictly true. Area? I don't know. The point yeah. is, though, it's, it's, it is exactly the same dimensions, just scaled down. So, like, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, in America, it sounds so crazy. In America, you go, like, oh, I want to print this out. And go, is it ladder size? Is it legal size? Is it tabloid? And there you just, but like on the one hand, that's so cool because it is very standardized, but that also means that you can tell your designer like, Hey, um, we need a B2 size poster. And if you change the scale of it later on and decide you want to be one size poster, you just drag it and make it bigger. And if it's exactly the same dimensions, but there's something so satisfying, like you said, I don't think this is strictly like Fibonacci sequence, but it definitely does look a little bit recursive or, you know, self-referential, um, which is in itself self-referential. But uh, so CGB Gray, he does this video and he starts out just talking about how cool it is the way that paper works. And now I, I really want to go all in on this paper because like I say, you fold it in half and you basically have two, you basically take a, a piece of paper, bring in two little pieces of paper that are exactly the same dimension as before. Now in your head, you're thinking, well, isn't that true with letter size? No, it's not because you can't keep doing that infinitely and, and always have it be the same dimensions. There's a lot to recommend this system, but why do I mention powers of 10? Why do I mention this? Um, I, I, I think I saw this video whenever it came out, and then I watched it again last night, and my mind was just so blown. <laughs> so it's a, it's a video about paper sizes. but mm -hmm. A whole well, video about it. But then he goes all powers of 10, and it is so incredibly engrossing. So you, let's say you start with A4. Well, an A4 is the same size as two A3s. Two A3s is an A2. 2A2s is an A1. And he does this amazing animation of like basically revealing the universe in a way I've never seen it done before. I, th I think arguably better than power, Powers of 10 even, but like going all the way, all the way, all the way up. And like the similarities at the broadest, like outside of the, what's it called? The big ball of universes. Like that there's similarities between the very highest level of what we know about in the universe and the very lowest level. Mm -hmm. They both are mm -hmm. like silent and like you can't see anything because there's no light. And I don't know. I just, I, I, for people who like stuff like this, if you're the kind of person like you're homesick with the flu and you watch PBS and you feel like you're tripping a little bit when you're a kid, like go check out this video. Um, I thought it was really well done. It's called Metric Paper by CGP Gray. And also um, my endorsement this week is for Metric Paper. And I understand if you're opposed to that. I really do. I understand the pushback. Now, Celsius 
for air temperature literally don't get me started. No. All the other ones make sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I've got a, um, what do I got? What's a, I got a new notebook I've been messing with, and it's, um, I think it's A5 sized. A4? A4. A4. Well, that was a long, long walk off a short pier, but it's really mm -hmm. inspiring. You know, here's the thing. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do that thing I do where whenever I'm an ineffective communicator, I get emotional and act like that was the point. So here's the thing. Like, we don't do the things, most of us, I know I don't, do the things that little kids do, you know, like drink juice boxes or shit yourself. But, like, one of the great things a little kid does, Dan, when I was a youth in Ohio, what well, did you do? I would think what about infinity until I wanted to pass out. Do you ever, mm -hmm. I mean, do you remember, can you really put yourself back in the place of when you first learned about infinity? And it, my, mm -mm. My, it hurt my brain in the best way. Or when you first... You never no, go home. No, That's what Thomas Wolfe says. You, you, but you got the... Um, but, like, then think about, like, um, yeah, think of a number. Okay, well, guess what? There's one number higher than that. Okay. And there's another number higher than that. Contrary to what Mr. Shea says, 24 is not the highest number. But, but the, the, it's like when you're a little kid, these ideas are so fresh and so weird. And any time that somebody in authority can tell you something true that like boggles your mind. I think it's one of the reasons that like to this day is why we like turns out articles and, you know, radio pieces. Cause we like the feeling of like, Oh, a thing you thought you understood is not the thing you actually understood. I think we all for cocktail party uh, talk or just to be generally insufferable. It's fun to know those kinds of things. You know, when you learn stuff like, like think about when you first learn about any of the stuff that fascinates me, like Pareto principle, you know, 20% uh, of the inputs are responsible for 80% of the outputs. Like 20% and that you can apply that almost anywhere. No, shut up. I know it's not true for everything all the time, but you will find it's true. Once you're aware of the Pareto principle, you start seeing it everywhere. Like 20% of your customers account for 80% of your business, et cetera, et cetera. One of those things where it's like, you can call it a rule of thumb, but I, I feel like I'll speak for myself as I like to do at length. Um, I don't think I have enough stuff like thinking about infinity in my life. And I, I'm not trying to be some ponderous hippie here. I'm saying that, like, it, the, there is a truly majestic and terrifying universe out there. And there just yeah. aren't that many really good opportunities in secular society to, like, sit around and, and think about the, the infinite, infiniteness of things. And, uh, like, when, when you get to the level, like, oh, man, at this point, the earth is so small, all you can see here is the path of the um, orbit. Or like when you get up to this level and that level and go higher and higher and you're like, God, we still aren't at the galaxy. And then you get to the galaxy level and then there's galaxies and galaxies. And I don't know, man. I think it's nice to give yourself an opportunity to think about the vastness of life from time to time. And life does find a way. That's pretty deep. It's not, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's deep if I'm a third grader. But I'm kind of a professional mm. third grader. <laughs> hmm. Best 17-year-old yeah. ever. Yeah. All right. Well, I think maybe they're taking a lunch break. I don't know, sacrificing something. Anyway, the 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 we well wait. We, we can't stop recording until they take their break. Oh, I'm fine. I got nowhere to be. Um, right. I'm just thinking about paper. Oh, look at the stretching guy. I like the way he looks. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about the stretchy guy who's doing like the 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 they who's doing the like over the head, going to the side thing, like like Mr. Fantastic. Yes, I'll call myself Mr. Fantastic. 
Oh, I guess I'm what Sue. I guess I'll be what Sue said I am. A thing. I'll be Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Shut up, Reed. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Leonard. No one even knows what you're saying. Um, uh, there's that. And so, what is there anything else I can do to wait for them to finish? Um, uh, did I have anything else? That's really pretty much it. I'm going to talk about blot at some point. Low, low effort, uh, low bandwidth blogging, which is the thing I've been thinking about. Blog. And I got. I think we need that for podcasts, Bo you know. Oh! Like five to ten Isn't minute long Anchor podcast. To be? Anchor was like you could be sitting on the turlet talking into your phone, and that's a podcast now. That was what I think they wanted, but. Plink, um, plink, not, plink. That's my impersonation yeah, of cereal. Yeah. You like how we do that? Plink, plink, plink. You like that's that? That's really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, got anything you're, uh, got anything you're excited about in, uh, in the world of media? Mm, Have you watched media, everything everywhere all at once yet? No, but I, I haven't. I'm oh, ready. It's ready to go. Um, it's queued up. Yeah, I watched twice. I've been watching a Ooh. documentary on got Netflix. Um, let me get in there and tell you what the name of it is. It's, um. This is not one of your German shows. Mm. Uh-uh. You don't even need to, well, I mean, okay, it's called Keep Sweet, oh, God. Pray and Obey. I have, I have, and I, it I, is that guy. Every you morning, he's got more about. wives. <laughs> he, 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 I was trying to give the log yeah. line to somebody recently, and I was like, so imagine there's this guy who, who likes, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, say anything unkind, offensive, hurtful. Um, Some of my best friends are Mormons. I don't want Ken Jennings after me, but like, you know, in, in, there are people in LDS, like the straightforward, like, you know, on main LDS where like, they don't do polygamy anymore. Like they haven't done polygamy for a long time, but this, is it FLDS? Is this sort of sect offshoot? Yes. Yes. This is a subset of the main Mormon religion. I think it's not where... a subset. I mean, it's pretty far apart. The yeah, 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 but I mean, it's, it's based in, of yeah. course, like a lot of sects, which I think is probably not the nicest word for it. But like when you break off from the main group because you think you should be hella more conservative, like that's definitely a trend mm -hmm. in religions. I mean, my, yeah. my grandmother eventually went to like a snake handler church. Everybody, my mom said every, all the men there look like they're on their way home from the track. Um, <laughs> I said, that's funny, mom. Um, <laughs> like Lyle Landley, <laughs> um, oh but um, and then I, I do have a follow up on this. But like the guy, the idea is, I guess the idea is you're populating the planet with more people who can be saved, and like it's a blessing, it's a mitzvah, as you say. The yes, the the it's a mitzvah. The the amount of. Well, yeah. Awesomeness you receive the, in the afterlife is determined by the number of people that you are bringing right. with you in the form of li wives and, so, and children. So if you want like top level, which is kind of like saying you can't like afford you can not only to get, buy it, like get all these, get you can, yeah, you can only get wives. silver or gold, but if you have uh, like a hundred wives, you're going to get yeah. platinum. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, and then like his father dies, and he basically the word I would use is he has decided that he inherits all of, uh, Oh God, what's his name? The guy, Rulon, is that his name? Something like that. He has like a, he has like a Marvel villain name, but the old guy dies. The old guy who recently had been married off to like a 14 year old. Um, and including his mom, his mom becomes his wife. This is Warren, right? Warren Jeffs. Yeah. Now, Dan, here's yep. the thing that I'm losing my mind. 
because he went he went well we're giving spoilers but he went and married all of his his dad passed married all those wives so now his mom he has many moms and now they're all and, his wives i mean the place where this goes from being unusual and quirky to like just horrifying is the way that this guy's yes. like the puppet master for the entire group he owns everybody's house he con- he controls everything oh, yeah. and the way that he like splits up families and decides like some really like ineffective Solomon makes all these decisions about who's going to be married to who now. And oh, the heartbreaking story of those two people, you know, where he wrote her the letter when they were kids. And like, now here's the thing. And I'm, I, I, I opened with something I need help with, which I can't believe you guys haven't gotten with me on. You've got to tell me how to do my bike log. Bike log. But here's the other thing I need help with. I can't tell if this is the edibles, but I swear to Christ, <laughs> swear to Christ, because I, I had it on, and sometimes with Netflix, it's hard to tell. One reason I thumb up or thumb down a Netflix show is just so I can remember if I've watched it, because there's no sense that you've ever watched it before. It just like resets, because there's no time on Netflix. I hey, just scroll forever. You'll die eventually. We're Netflix. Hello. Um, but <laughs> like, so I, I, the kid goes, oh, you watching this? I, uh, kid goes, uh, yeah, I watched the first couple of those. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but I, I think I, I, I have a very clear recollection of having watched this, I said. And kid goes, well, this just came out like three days ago. I'm like, mm, I remember seeing a documentary about this same wackadoo group, much more from the perspective of this one girl who got married off to Rulon when, or whatever his name is, Zoltar or whatever, when, when she was like 14 or 15. And I remembered in that documentary, again, spoilers, at one point, the old guy says to Warren, stop marrying me to young girls behind my back. Stop accumulating child brides for me. And Dan, is there an, I know there's a lot of Mormon content right now. There's the one about the documents and the car blowing up. That one's pretty good. There's the, uh, there's the one with, uh, with Spider-Man, with Amazing Spider-Man uh, under the banner of heaven, which is pretty good. I know there's a lot of Mormon content mm. right now, but did I, is it possible that there are two documentaries about the Jeffses that have come out in the last couple of years? It would help me so I mean, much if you said you'd also right? seen it. I, I and I can't find it on Google. I, feel I, like I, I, I really do sound like a lunatic because it's not bothering my wife at all that she can't remember it either. And she watched it. And I'm like, what? And I'm looking yeah. everywhere. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the trick? Well, the trick usually is it's in Netflix. And so searching for it yields nothing because net, net, oh, you'll Netflix, never find well, that. You'll it's never not find in that. the, it's Even not in the series it, soup, it. you know? You got to go there where, where the, the infinite uh, expanse of time is folding in on itself. And, oh, my God, there's another yeah. Ali Wong special. Ah, it just keeps uh, so <laughs> Oh, my God, so much murder. So many black and white photos of like a, of a doughy man in his 50s. So much death. Uh, I can't find it. If anybody knows, could you hit me up? What's the, what's the Mormon one that's not? Oh, God, what's the name of this one? It's so creepy. Be, be kind. Be sweet. Pray. Pray a lot. Eat. Pray. Love. Uh, keep sweet. Oh, it's one of those Michael Pollan things. Keep sweet, mostly vegetables, yeah. not too much. Pray and obey. Uh, okay. Uh, pray and obey. And he had that printed on his house. Pray and obey. He hired someone to come out and say, ah, yeah, you know, I want my, uh, yeah, hi, I'm real creepy and have strange dental work. Could you please print pray and obey on my chimney? I mean, let me right. make sure I understand this, Warren. You want me to get up on a big-ass ladder and go up there, and you want, like, vertically, you want vertically, you want it to spell pray and obey. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and the hair. Uh, oh, don't you want to find the video about the acceptable hair hairdos? Didn't the video look incredible? Oh, and the certain braids. Oh, that and they what's his catchphrase? And... He has categorically the worst catchphrase. Oh, remember there's that portrait of him, and then it's got his like little saying under it. What is it? Yes. It's like an adverb and an adjective. It's like temperamentally aware or like fiduciarily responsible or like what was his? It's really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like per- permanently better or something. He has that terrible with him and his and his weird creepy face on it. Woof. I don't like to talk about the way people look, but I think that guy might be kind of a bad guy. No, you gotta bring. You know him. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about how much of your day would have to be dedicated to finding new child brides. I mean, you'd have to really most of your day. Well, I, I mean, it's a nonprofit. I think that helps. I mean, but then you got more reporting stuff you've got to do. You're always looking out for the revenueers. I guess I assume it's a Yosemite Sam style hillbilly. He's got a shotgun and he's running around trying to catch, capture that Wesley Wabbit. Right. And then give his right. give his testimony. Heavenly Father. Okay. Well, another right. epic odds and sods episode on the book center. So now they stop. I guess we can quit now. I don't hear anything. Yeah, I was gonna say they're done. We don't so even we need can a reason. Wrap up. Okay, um, let's button no. this up. Okay, I love you. All right. I love you too, brother man. <laughs> <laughs>